Hello, and welcome to another episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. My name is Trisha. I am your host. And today, we're going to talk about the top six dieting mistakes I see women make. And truth be told, I've made many of these mistakes along the way as well. So I'm here to share these with you all. And hopefully, if you realize that you've been making one of these dieting mistakes, that we can reverse engineer it and I'll be sharing what to do instead, basically. So the first point I want to make is just a reminder that in order to lose weight, we need to be in a calorie deficit, right? I think everybody knows that. That's pretty common knowledge. However, for women, it's not always that simple, It's not always that cut and dry. Um, For many women, we have maybe hormonal issues, metabolic adaptations going on, a lot of different things playing a factor with our metabolism. Um, And so that maybe we think that we're in a calorie deficit, but we're not losing weight. No matter how little we eat, we may have some other things going on. So I have other podcasts that cover that, but I just want to start by saying, you know, stating the obvious that in order to lose weight, we need to be in a calorie deficit, right? But this list is more about the actions we're either taking or not taking or mindset, things like that, that may be tripping you up in attempts to lose weight. So number one, this is like the most common thing I hear when I first talk to women who are struggling to lose weight is, Trisha, I eat really clean. I eat really healthy, but I can't lose weight. Like I eat salads. I I make protein smoothies every day. I don't eat any carbs and I can't lose weight. I don't understand. So the first problem with this is that eating clean, eating healthy, it's very subjective, right? What does that mean exactly? Uh, what is considered good or bad or healthy or clean foods versus dirty foods, right? There's like a lot of gray in that area. So that's why I always encourage women to just start logging your food. Just really start seeing how much are you actually eating. Because you might think that that salad is really healthy for you. And maybe it is. Maybe it does have great nutrients and really good quality things in that salad. Superfoods and all that good stuff, right? But if maybe you ordered it from the Cheesecake Factory and it also is loaded with toppings and dressing and oil and all of that stuff, you could be eating an 1100 calorie salad on top of all of the other things you ate that day and you're not in a calorie deficit anymore. So that is one of the biggest things I think that trips women up is they think, well, I know how to eat healthy. Like I know how to cook healthy. I know how to order healthy foods at restaurants. However, If we're not really tracking how much we're eating, those healthy foods, they could be great for us, but they could be making us gain weight, right? Especially if you love things like nuts and trail mixes. If you're somebody that loves smoothies and you love putting like honey and like, you know, using all the different fruits and all of those things can be great. But if you are not aware of like how much you're eating and how much you need to eat to lose weight, it's going to be really hard to just wing it and say like, well, I'm just eating really healthy. I I don't understand. So if you are somebody who says that, like I can't lose weight, but I eat really healthy, then my first my first action I would suggest is to start logging your food and just start seeing like, how much am I actually eating? Or do I actually really eat healthy like Monday through Thursday and then Friday, Saturday, Sunday, I go off the rails? That's usually the more common thing that I see that happens. 
So, you know, the first thing again is start holding yourself accountable. Start seeing how much you are actually eating. Now, number two, the number two dieting mistake I see women make is overly restricting their calories or doing some kind of extreme diet or cutting out a complete food group and then binging afterwards because it's just not sustainable. Now, if you've been around for more than a minute, you know this is something I talk about all of the time. There's podcasts you can go back and look at. There's posts on Instagram and Facebook you can go back and reference. Um, I am a big advocate of not doing the extremes to lose weight. Can they work temporarily? Of course, right? If they didn't work, people wouldn't do them. They wouldn't promote them, right? However, the trap we fall in is we say, okay, I am so sick. I am so sick of how I've been feeling. I am so sick of how tight my clothes are fitting. I am so sick of the number I see on the scale or just feeling so sluggish and tired. You know what I need to do? I'm going to cut out all candy. No candy. I'm dumping my kids Halloween candy. I'm not going to have any candy at work. I'm not going to do any sugar. You know what? I'm going to do a sugar detox. I saw it in the magazine. Beyonce, Beyonce did it. Lost 20 pounds. Sugar detox. No sugar for a month. I'm going to do it. And let's say you're a really disciplined person and you do it. And that's a very impressive thing, right? I've done many of those things in my life. But here's the problem is once that month is over or that week or however many days you made it restricting that thing, sugar, carb, soda, whatever it was, once you finish that time period or a big stressor comes and knocks you off track or you're at your kid's birthday party and you're so stressed and you're so hungry and you finally break but then you eat like three slices of cake and then you just say, F it, right? I already messed up. I might as well just start next month. And this is the trap that we fall into, or we're so ravenous because we've been restricting ourselves so much, eating so little, that the moment we get some anxiety or we have some kind of big life stressor or we're really burned out and we haven't slept much, we go to the pantry and we go nuts. And before we know it, we've eaten a thousand calories between chips and peanut butter and cookies and our kids' goldfish snacks, right? All of those things, they add up. And so even though we're restricting and we feel like, man, I've been dieting so hard, but I can't lose weight. Well, because it's not sustainable, you are eating so much more when you have those periods of binging that again, overall, you're not in a calorie deficit. You're continuing to eat more and you're wreaking havoc on your metabolism, on your digestion, right? And even, and just especially on your mental well-being and with your relationship with food. So this is, you know, I would have to say, I should have switched the order here. I would say this is probably like the number one biggest mistake I see women make is overly restricting and just not knowing how to have balance because it, I'll be honest with you guys, it's easier to go cold turkey. It's easier to just say, nope, I'm not going to have that thing versus control yourself to just have one. But the magic is that once you learn how to fuel yourself enough and you're actually eating enough throughout the day and you have a proper nutrition plan that gives you enough protein, enough carbohydrates, enough fat, that you won't be ravenous, that you won't be reaching for the candy every time you're stressed because you're full from your meal. You're satiated enough. Your body has what it needs. And so that's what a lot of my clients experience is they start to say like, I can't believe 
that I don't even want the cookies. I can't believe that the box of Oreos is still sitting in my pantry and I've only eaten a couple of them because you're just not craving it anymore, right? Because you are filling yourself up enough. So that is number two is, you know, if you're somebody who's overly restricting and then binging, we need to learn how to have better balance, how to include those things, and how to make sure that you are satiating yourself enough throughout the day to not need to binge on those things. Number three is when women try to out-exercise their diet. This is a big one, guys. I don't know if you've ever heard the saying, you can't out-exercise a bad diet, but it's true, right? Exercise amounts for such a small portion of our daily calories. And I know it can be exciting and slightly addicting to use our Fitbit, our Apple Watch, our Garmin, whatever it is that you use. And you're like, oh my God, I just burned 600 calories in my workout. I just burned 300 calories on this bike ride. I just did a 200 calorie uh, row, you know, whatever it is that you're doing. Yeah, it's motivating. And I'll be the first to advocate for exercise and how important it is to our body, our muscles, our joints, our heart health, our, you know, mental stress, right? Reducing anxiety, like exercise is so positive. But if you're using it as punishment, or you're always trying to out-exercise the calories you eat, you're never going to win that game. And if you're not focusing on your nutrition first, nutrition, hydration, having a step goal, no amount of exercise, of HIIT classes, of working out in the gym, whatever it is, is going to allow you to lose weight. You know, you need to focus on those other areas and make exercise part of the enjoyment, right? Something that you can look forward to, not something that you punish yourself with. Burning calories is great, right? And it is important. It is important, but it's not the end-all be-all. So if you are putting exercise above your nutrition, we got to reverse that. Exercise should be incorporated into your plan in a way that's going to benefit what you're doing with your nutrition. So that is a big one there. Now, number four is not being consistent with the basics. So this is a big mistake I see for clients when they first start. They start doing great, they're really motivated, and then the holidays come, and then it's somebody's birthday, and then before you know it, they're drinking barely any water, they're not hitting their step goals, and now the scale is going back up. So being consistent with the basics is super important. And if you ever feel like, oh my God, the scale is going up, I really feel like I fell off track, go back and look. How much water are you drinking every day? How many steps are you getting each day? Are you hitting your basic protein goal? And if you're not hitting those basics, we have to start there before we start changing macros or looking at your fiber or looking at like all of these other things that we tend to worry about before we just go back to the first layer. I know for myself, if I start to feel really sluggish and I feel like, man, the scale is creeping up, I'm starting to you know, eat too much junk food, I'm feeling really tired all the time, Usually for me, my big weak area is the water. So when I go and look and see, wait a second, I have not been drinking enough water and I start drinking more water instantly, I start making better decisions. It's a ripple effect. I start eating better, right? I'm going to the bathroom more regularly. The scale starts going down and I'm back on track. So whatever that is for you, maybe the water is easy. Maybe for you, it's like you're not hitting your steps, and you realize you're sitting too much and you're not getting your exercise in and you're not taking your walks anymore. So if that's the thing that's going to cause the biggest ripple effect, boom, go back to that basics. 
Keeping consistent with the basics is what helps us sustain our progress because honestly, we're not going to be able to be in a dieting phase all year round, year after year, but we should be able to keep the basics year after year, day after day, 365 days a year, whether it's Thanksgiving, whether it's Christmas or Hanukkah, whether you're on vacation, you should still be able to get your water in and get your steps in and feel better by doing it. So if you're somebody who's been ignoring those basics and you're having difficulty losing weight, check off the basics, make sure you're getting them in. Now, number five. Number five is a really tough one. This is a really difficult one, even for the most advanced, you know, dieters. And this is, you know, not knowing how to navigate social social situations. This could be date nights. This could be holidays. This could be your husband cooking you a romantic dinner or wife, right? This could be mom in her homemade cooking or your grandma that you can't say no to her meatballs, right? It could be these situations where it's a social situation that's not in your control. Your kid's school party, um, you know, a family barbecue, like you don't have control over the food that's available to you. You show up to your brother's house and there's nothing but pizza and subs and chips and you're trying to lose weight, what the heck do you do, right? How do you navigate that? Do you just starve yourself and eat a protein bar? Do you just say F it and eat everything on the table? Like what do you do? And then what do you do afterwards to recover? So this is a really difficult one. And I will be talking more about this in depth as we get closer to the holidays here. But basically guys, it's it's learning that sometimes, sometimes we got to put on our big girl pants and we got to say no. Sometimes we got to say, you know, I know I could I could fit this pizza into my macros, but I'll probably feel like crap tomorrow. So I'm just going to pass. You know what? I'm just going to have like half of this sub. I'll count it in my macros. Or I'm just going to grab a protein bar from the gas station. Like sometimes you do have to make that choice. Sometimes you do have to plan ahead and know that like, okay, maybe this party I'm going to is not going to have the best choices. So I'm just going to eat something that has a lot of protein before I go. And that way, if there's not great options, I don't have to get stuck eating whatever's there. Now on the flip side, if it is something that's worth enjoying, right? A date night where you're like, oh my God, my husband and I, my wife and I, my partner and I, we're going out to sushi. I love this sushi restaurant. I am going to go ham on some sushi. If that's the case and you're trying to stay on track with your diet, there's a way to do it where you don't have to deprive yourself of that sushi. But what it might mean is making sacrifices earlier in the day, knowing that, okay, for breakfast, I'm not going to have my normal eggs and toast. I'm going to have an egg white omelet with lots of veggies. I'm going to have a protein shake, but I'm going to put two scoops of protein to make sure I get my protein in for the day because sushi is not going to have a lot of protein in it, right? I'm going to make sure for lunch, it's something like lean protein with a lot of veggies and a lot of fiber. So for dinner, you know you can enjoy that sushi. You don't have to deprive yourself and you're still within your goals. So it's knowing those two sides of the coin and knowing how to navigate, when do you say no and you pass and you put on your big girl pants? And when do you say, you know what? This meal is worth it. This meal is worth it. I'm going to figure out how to fit it in. And the more experience you have with these situations, especially when you have a coach helping you, the easier it's going to be. And it also, of course, is you know going to be dependent on your goals and where you're at with your progress and all of that. But this is a big one that trips women up. And I find that a lot of women, they kind of just say F it. 
right? They kind of just go with the flow every single social setting without a plan. And then they wonder why on Monday morning, the scale is up every week. So I would say if you're falling into that position where every weekend there's social events going on, especially as we get closer to the holidays, go into it with a better plan. Have food that you can make at home around those times you're going out to eat. Have a lot of things that are readily available that you don't have to cook, that you can bring with you. Healthy options so that you're not showing up to the dinner party starving and ready to eat everything in sight. So moving on to our last and final mistake. (laughs) This is a big one. This is kind of an obvious one, right? But one of the biggest mistakes I see women make when dieting is they give up too soon. They give up too damn soon. They're three feet from gold. They're so close to making progress and they quit, right? They give up. To me, there is no failure. If your weight goes up, it's just feedback. If the scale fluctuates, it's feedback. If you have an injury, it's a bump in the road, right? There's all of these things that happen to us. That's life, right? But to me, Failure is not failure unless you give up. (laughs) That is the ultimate for me. So if it's something that's important to you, if if losing weight and becoming healthier, becoming the best version of yourself is important, you're going to find a way to make it happen. You're going to find a way through it. Who are you in those tough moments? Do you just throw in the towel or do you figure out how to keep going? So that is a huge mistake I see women make. And a lot of times what it looks like is you get so frustrated that you're not seeing progress that you jump to another diet. Then you fall off track. You don't see progress. You jump to the next diet. You jump to the next diet. And I see so many women that are just serial dieters. They're just going from diet to diet. This one didn't work. This one didn't work. And then, you know, I talk to women who tell me I have tried everything. I have tried everything and it didn't work. And most of the time, that that is the reason it didn't work, right? Is because maybe you didn't stick to something long enough. Or maybe, of course, you know, the diets you were trying just were not sustainable for you. And so when you do find a plan that's sustainable to you, but maybe you're not moving fast enough, don't give up. Don't give up. There's always a way, right? That is the biggest mistake we can make is just throwing in the towel and quitting completely. And I hope that is not you. I hope you're not in the position right now where you're so frustrated you're ready to throw in the towel. If so, and you don't know what else to do, please reach out, send me a message, let's talk about it. Um, Because there's always a way. You know, there's always something that we can figure out to make it work for you. So I know that's a long list. Those are the six, six top things that just come to mind because I talk to so many women every week who are struggling. And these are all the most common things, you know, eating clean. I eat really clean, but they're not tracking. Overly restricting themselves and then binging because of it. Trying to out-exercise their diet, being obsessed and hyper-focused on that fitness watch. Not staying consistent with the basics, right? Not knowing how to navigate social situations or family meals uh, or, you know, just giving up too soon and quitting, throwing in the towel when it gets frustrating. So if you feel like you've been making any of these mistakes and you need help reversing them or finding a better plan or holding yourself accountable to stay consistent with the basics and know how to navigate those social situations that are going to come up, please reach out. Send me a DM on Instagram or on Facebook. 
We can jump on a free uh, nutrition assessment call to find out where you're at, what you're struggling with, and answer all of your questions. And of course, keep tuning in for the podcast because, you know, as we get close to this holiday season, I will be talking a lot about those common things that we all struggle with during the holidays to make sure that we have a plan, that we're prepared, that we're setting ourselves up for success. So thank you for listening. Please share, leave a review if you found this helpful. Uh, And I will talk to you guys all next week on our next episode of the Fit as a Fighter podcast. So have a great day, night, week, weekend, whenever you're listening to this, and I'll see you soon.